Hi, I'm Michael Depp, editor of TV News Check, and I'm with John Consoli, a writer for TV News Check, and we are Talking TV. Hello, John. Hi, good morning. So, uh, you did a story for us this week, been looking forward to seeing this for a while, uh, on the state of sports advertising in a very unusual year. We're now you know, into the second year of this. Right. Um, really big piece. I, one might even say an exegesis on the subject. Um, but the first big takeaway from your reporting is that sports advertising is positively booming. I wonder, can you paint uh, a picture of just how dramatic those numbers are? Uh, yeah, the numbers are really dramatic. Um, according to the media buyers that I spoke to, uh, most of them are, have admitted paying 200 to $300 more per single 30-second ad unit in the NBA Christmas games, which is a ridiculously high increase over the previous year. Percent, you mean uh, percent, right? Not dollars. Uh, percent, uh, percent, in, percent of dollars. Right, right, right. Uh, and... Uh, that was just for the Christmas Day. Uh, also on Christmas Day, NBC carried one of the games in primetime. And I'm sorry, uh, ABC did. Mm -hmm. And on that ABC game, they were getting as much as $400,000 per 30-second unit, which, again, is a, is a uh, fantastically high price. And then the other thing is, is that NBA packages that, are, that have been sold since then for the remainder of the season are selling for 40 or 50% higher than they did last year mm -hmm. so that's that's the nba and then the the uh the nfl uh fox for example on a sunday would normally get five six hundred thousand dollars for a, a 30 second spot was getting up to nine hundred thousand uh for a spot this fall during the regular season so uh, you know the pricing has just been uh, exceptional and uh, advertisers are, 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 are all jumping in. So, I mean, th this is strange. Cause this is despite the fact that sports viewership is actually down. So how can these two things be simultaneously true? Okay, well, uh, all, all TV viewing is down. Uh, what's been happening is that uh, uh, entertainment programming on, on the broadcast networks and cable uh, are just way down more than sports programming. And I have some numbers in the story. Um, one, of the, one of the examples I use is the first week of the broadcast season uh, in primetime, viewership was down 38% minus sports programming. Uh, and if you take that all the way through to current mid-January, uh, primetime viewership for all entertainment programming is still down around 22%. Uh, you compare that to... Uh, uh, and also the broadcast networks are only averaging about uh, 3.1 million viewers a night uh, for all their shows across broadcast. Uh, if you if you liken that to the NFL this fall, they were down only 7% across the board compared to uh, broadcast. And uh, all the broadcast, net all the networks that carried, uh, that carried uh, football, uh, cumulatively average 15.4 million viewers. So you're talking about 15.4 million versus 3 million on an average across all the networks. Right. Um, 
So, I mean, you, you, uh, and, and also just another example that's interesting. I mean, NBC Sunday Night Football was down 18%, but it still averaged uh, 16.8 million viewers mm-hmm. every Sunday. So if you're a buyer, you're going to say, yeah, the, the ratings are way down, but they're still getting millions and millions of right. viewers. And, and, and for the advertisers, there's something about the live nature of, of sports, isn't there? Isn't that part of the appeal, the liveness of it? Yeah, I think, I think that, that uh, more, and more, more and more television has been, uh, entertainment TV anyway, has been, uh, you know, people are recording more, they're watching delayed viewership. And the downside to that for advertisers is when you record a show and then go back and stream it or view it, uh, there's a tendency to fast forward through commercials. Mm-hmm. And advertisers sort of realize that. Whereas in sports, uh, you know, you're watching a game live, you're in the room, uh, you're going to watch the game from start to finish. And uh, there's, there's no real tendency to, to pass through the commercials and stuff. So that's a, that's a big reason why sports is, is uh, you know, is, 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 very, is very popular right now. And, and according to your reporting, sports has something else that, that broadcast TV is otherwise lacking right now, which is a big part of the draw for advertisers. What is that? Well, uh, from, from what bu- some buyers have told me, and this is what they're here from advertisers and all, uh, and I guess if you just look at uh, television today in primetime, uh, there's no longer, uh, the feeling is there's no longer any big uh, TV stars that, that are, are a headline broadcast primetime shows. I mean, there's, there's no tune in to see, I want to see this guy or this woman in a show or they star in a show like Tom Selleck years ago or something on, uh, you know, we want to, we want to tune every week to see him. Uh, Whereas in sports, what you're starting to find is that sports figures are starting to become more celebrities. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have uh, uh, not only in the games, but also outside sports, you have like a, a LeBron James who obviously is a, a star basketball player, but he's doing things outside the, the realm of sports. Like he, he built a, a school for underprivileged kids in Ohio, and they sort of start to get more coverage uh, as far as who they are as, as, as people. And people then start to tune in more in sports and say, hey, let me watch this guy, you know, this guy play. Also, the other thing is that more advertisers are using more sports figures in their, in their commercials. Right. So people are seeing more, you know, they're seeing uh, uh, these these uh, State Farm commercials with Aaron Rodgers and uh, Patrick Mahomes and uh, Chris Paul, and they're becoming celebrities outside of sports. And right. so when they have games to play, people are going to say, "Hey, let me let me tune in and watch these guys and see how they do in the field." So that, well, I mean, they've been celebrities, but it's almost like they're they're outshining the actors at this point. Yeah, basically they are. I mean, basically they're just getting more more and more publicity on social media. They're very active. And uh, for whatever reason, they are, they are getting more traction than, mm-hmm. than, than, than actors in, in primetime series. So given the prices being what they are, are any buyers bulking at the rates that they're facing? No, and, and, and this is an interesting thing. I mean, I've covered uh, TV sports advertising for like 20 something years. And this is the first time I did a story where I found no media agency sports buyers uh, who uh, wanted to give any pushback. I mean, they basically all sort of capitulated and said, um, you know, the prices are what they are. Our our clients want to be there and and we're going to pay it. I mean, it's it's um, 
it's just, it, 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 it's very interesting. Um, they, they sort of, um, they sort of just sort of capitulated. Um, and I, I have a, I have a, a couple of, couple of quotes here that I, I think are interesting. Um, let's see where they are here. Um, I'm not finding it. Uh, and, and anyway, I mean, basically, buyers are basically saying that uh, we have no choice. Our, our clients want to be there, and uh, we're going to have to basically pay whatever the going rate is and whatever the, the networks want to charge us. And uh, it's gotten so bad that for the uh, for the, uh, the the start of the NBA season, they only announced their schedule on December 1st or something, I think, that for the new season. And the season started on the 22nd. By the 22nd, uh, they were heavily sold out already. And so buyers started to realize, hey, if we don't get in now, uh, we may get shut out for the whole season. So this is, the, this is the situation that's going on. And the buyers are sort of, you know, I mean, they get paid to, to place their clients' money. And if they can't get, get in, uh, then they're going to be in trouble. So they're sort of just going out and, and paying what they have to pay. And also the other thing is a lot of the big sports advertisers like the uh, Progressive and Geico and State Farm and some of the auto companies and some of the fast food companies, I mean, they have, they have billions of dollars to spend. Uh, so whether they're being overcharged or not, they're still going to want to be in these telecasts where they can reach the most possible people. So, so that's, uh, and, and the other thing, and I, I, I don't know if you, but, but, but they're finding that they can reach more women uh, in sports today. Yeah. And uh, you're talking about maybe 35 to 40% of, of the viewership of, of sports today is female and Super Bowl, I think is 50, 50. Mm -hmm. So a lot of advertisers who traditionally were reaching women uh, through broadcast primetime, which is mostly or predominantly female, are now taking their dollars and saying, hey, let's start looking into sports. So that, that's another thing that's going on. So those dollars are shifting over. From, from mm -hmm. uh, broadcast entertainment into, uh, into sports, even to reach women. Right, right. So looking ahead, we know the Super Bowl is now sold out. Um, we got the NBA and the uh, NHL are playing right now. MLB's back uh, on tap for some time this spring. Is this dynamic going to just keep riding along, or is there any reason to think that uh, that rates may start to cool back down again? Well, short term, it seems like it's going to continue uh, with the with the uh, higher prices because you're still getting sellouts. I think that uh, uh, ESPN, ESPN, ABC, uh, Jim Minich from 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 ES, ESPN, ABC told me that uh, uh, most of their most of their uh, baseball that they sold for the regular season is already sold out. Um, that's regular season. Uh, and also uh, uh, NBA is mostly sold out. What the NBA has done was they, they haven't released the second half of the season schedule yet uh, because they're looking, they're looking to, to, to try to do better matchups and stuff. So whatever, however, the first season, first half of the season ends, they're going to try to get better matchups, but, but also, uh, Buyers are still buying packages blindly, even though they don't know who the matchups are going to be. They're, they're basically saying we want in for, you know, X amount of dollars for the second half of the season. doesn't matter 
right. who the matchups are. So that's what's going on with with NBA. It, it, it's going on with with uh, MLB mm-hmm. and uh, uh, even um, even um, uh, NBC told me they have second half of NASCAR, which doesn't start until I think June. Their mm-hmm. telecast start in June. Uh, they say they're already ahead of sales for last year for NASCAR. Okay. Uh, right now, so uh, right now it just seems like you know sports can pretty much charge what they want, and advertisers are going to pay it. At least that's what's going on right now. What a position for sports to be in. Um, of course, looming over us this summer is still the uncertainty of the Tokyo Olympics. The IOC wants to go ahead and play the games. They're trying to signal. Uh, that they're going to go forward with precautions. Uh, but what are the contingencies for advertisers here if they're delayed again or if even if they're they're canceled outright? And what are the ramifications for NBC? Well, uh, you know, last year, as you know, the, the, the NCAA March Madness tournament got postponed and or canceled. And that was uh, a little over $1 billion, I guess, that, that both uh, CBS and, and Turner lost in, in, in ad revenue. Uh, the Olympics was canceled. I think that might be close to two billion. Uh, then NBC oh, postponed. 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 But I mean, it was revenue that they didn't take in right. last year. So, so technically, it was revenue lost. And uh, so, what they both did was they both started selling again. The good thing for those networks is that something like fifty to maybe seventy percent. Of the of the of all the advertisers for both the Olympics and NCAA, are official sponsors, meaning they have, uh, you know, sponsorships with the Olympic Committee or with the uh, NCAA. Mm-hmm. So pretty much those guys are all going to come back uh, at some point. So it's a little bit easier to sell for them. The networks then have to go and sell, resell all the the other advertisers, and 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 for the most part, most of that money was given back. So there are very few advertisers that said, oh, uh, hold my NCAA money for another year and, and, and just hold on to it. So, so they had to go out and the same thing with the Olympics. So they had to go out and resell everything again. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as the NCAA goes, it seems like they're going to play that because all the games are going to be in uh, Indianapolis right. at a, a couple of locations there. So there's going to be less travel and less everything. So it's, it's more likely that the NCAA will play the Olympics is, is really up in the air. A big open question, yeah. So Yeah, and, and so uh, NBC is like really closed mouth. They're not talking about it at all. I mean, they, they've, they've said that they've sold, sold it pretty well. And, 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 and I have talked to some buyers who said they, they rebought and that they're in. But what's going to happen to uh, NBC just like happened last year mm-hmm. is if, if the games are postponed, they're going to have to give the money back. So. Right. Uh, and, and one other one other caveat, which which again a lot of people don't sort of realize, they look at the ad revenue taken in, and they say, oh, that's all profit. But I mean, the cost of of, of putting on an Olympics production wise, with all the staff, the crew, the whole thing, and, and they're they're there in Tokyo probably uh, almost a year ahead, setting up and doing everything like that. If they don't have to do all that, then they're going to save a good percentage of that two billion that they would have taken in for advertising. So the losses are, are, are still big, but they're mitigated. They're not as, yeah, they're mitigated a little bit by, by the fact that they're not having to do the production, so. Okay, well, it, John, it's a fascinating story. It's full of detail. Uh, you need to be a member 
of TV News Check to read it. So I'd encourage uh, our listeners, if they haven't yet joined, to do so exactly for stories like yours, which are chock-a-block with information. And, uh, and we have a link to it uh, with this podcast. And uh, so, John, we will talk again in the coming months about some of the other sports advertising things that are and sports uh, rights negotiations that are going on this year. Uh, very mm-hmm. important to, uh, of course, where streaming is fitting into that, too, and mm-hmm. Amazon's incursions. So right. we will talk again. Thank you so much, John. Good. Thank you. Good to see you. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Thank you.